you are about to enter the world of the Faceoff Hockey Podcast. Only, it's only game. Why you have to be mad? The cases are real. The debates are real. Their rulings are final. This guy's such an idiot here. <laughs> this is your podcast. This is Face Off Hockey. Tiger, where are you? Tiger! <laughs> we also didn't talk about how now there's going to be a... Uh, oh, no, wow, Daddy. Episode 5-0. The big yep. 5-0. Hawaii 5-0, but we're not in Hawaii. So I guess what? Oakville, Which, Toronto, Ontario 5-0? We're, f- we're far from Hawaii, actually. <laughs> we're, yeah, we, yeah, we're pretty far. Weather-wise, location-wise, the whole deal, right? Yeah, yes. I mean, aloha, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't sound that exciting for episode 50. Come on, guys. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, You're right. I mean, this is an exciting episode. I think it is. lots going on, you know? There, there was a lot going on. Um, I Some big news that dropped yesterday. I, I don't know if it's official yet, but I guess... We got hockey back, boys, and a month from now, January 13th, 56 games it's looking like. Um, I love that as a Big Toronto news. Maple Leaf fan. <laughs> That's good for Freddie Anderson, play about 40 games, and, you know, let's take it easy, rest up for the playoffs. Austin Matthews, I could see 60 goals in 56 games. That sounds about right, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, good, good luck. I mean. <laughs> Come on. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. Um, in, others, in some other news, we got a new promo code we're going to announce in a second here. Um, but the World Juniors is supposed to be starting up in a couple weeks. And I know for us here in Canada, that's always a big, fun, exciting time around the holidays and New Year's um, to watch the best young under 20-year-olds in the world go at it. But, I mean, Canada just came out of their two-week quarantine period. They were already in uh, the bubble in Edmonton. Um, Sweden is having a couple tests pop up before they even fly over some top names not going. And there's growing concern that the, I, I guess the integrity of the tournament might get played down if you keep losing top guys or if countries start backing out. But I don't know, Cag, what's your thought on it? Well, I mean, the integrity of the sport or integrity of the tournament, I mean, that kind of went out the window when like a lot of, and it, like when the NHL season was going on and they were keeping their top tier talent in the NHL. Like uh, there was a point where I just stopped watching the world juniors. Sorry. I just, I couldn't because like a lot of Canada and even America's best players and Sweden, and they just weren't playing in the tournament. So Alexis Lafreniere, he's not playing in the tournament. So I don't know. It, it kind of loses a little bit with me, but you know, this is kind of what I was worried about with the NHL going into their bubbles, players getting tested positive before and during and all that. So we'll see yeah i mean it's kind of a it's kind of a bit of a letdown but i mean it's it's too big of a risk i feel like for a lot of players like even lafreniere going into his debut rookie year like yeah. you know he's a he's a highly touted prospect obviously one of the biggest in a long time so i mean does he want to risk it probably not so i yeah. i get it Absolutely. I mean, number one overall pick, he's looking to be a cornerstone piece for them for the next 10, 15 years or potentially even longer. And, you know, he won gold last year there with Canada and he won best player of the tournament despite missing a couple of games. Yeah, Can you get any better than that? Like, I mean, you can only do worse. No, Technically, I mean, <laughs> you can win a yeah, second gold. Like you make but a valid point. You can win a second gold. You can win a second MVP, but you got drafted first overall. You're a New York Ranger. You're an NHL hockey player now. You know, it's time yep. to it's move on. Um, and speaking, speaking of moving on, we're moving on from our 
promo code puck 10 and we got a new promo code for you guys so as always face off hockey podcast brought to you guys by bean bundle canada's newest canada canada's newest coffee subscription um you can get new trendy hip roasters delivered right to your door every month cac tell them how to get started Super easy to get started. First, you just choose how much coffee you want per month. So for an example, if I want to order myself a couple of 12-ounce bags, that should last me about four weeks. You choose how you brew at home. Do you use a filter or an espresso machine? Do you like me? Still not right, but I I don't. That's the only way I can say it now. I don't understand why I stopped saying it. I don't get it. This guy's an Italian. Do you, <laughs> hey, do you like a light, medium, or dark roast? The choices are yours. But, Mike, what happens if you don't have equipment? Well, CAC, as usual, there's no need to worry in that department. Bean Bundle has everything that you need from grinders, pour-over filters, and droppers. There's free shipping across Canada, and all you got to do is use our brand new and actually much better promo code, <laughs> PUCK25, at checkout to get 25% off month-to-month subscriptions. That's PUCK25, P-U-C-K-2-5, uh, at checkout. Go to beanbundle.com for more. Uh, super excited. It's an extra 15% off for us and for all our fans as well. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, I just wanted to point out though, uh, I wanted to jump on that topic that we were just on about, you know, making it a bit of a, a sideshow, the, the world juniors. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, look at, look at boxing right now. You got some clown <laughs> YouTuber who is trying to fight the best boxer maybe of all time. So yeah, this, the, it, it can't get much worse than that. It's not like you're, you're seeing Justin Bieber, go play one-on-one against Austin Matthews or Connor McDavid for money <laughs> yeah. on a pay-per-view. So as long as we're not there, I'm okay with whatever goes on. You know what, Mike, I'm kind of on board with you because it, it, it just, it's so asinine. Like you're just having this famous YouTube guy. Okay. Yeah. He's, he boxes, he can box, he lifts weights. Good for you. Congratulations. Pat in the back. <laughs> Sorry, Cac. Um, but you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I meant. Like, cool. You can, you can box. Um, the guy, you know, he doesn't fight professional boxers, but you got to look at it this way, man. And I think he admitted it on his own podcast. I don't even know the name of his podcast, but he said, I'm not in boxing to win or lose. And he just kind of implied he's just there to make money. And yeah. Floyd Mayweather is probably on his way to bankruptcy for the fifth time in his life because of his high style, high lifestyle, or whatever. Um, and he's looking at this guy and he's like, man, I can just fight this guy and I'll make a quick hundred million and he'll make maybe a hundred million, just less. And we'll call it a day. And Floyd Mayweather's, Floyd Mayweather is going to win another match. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? There's, so. he, doesn't have to, he doesn't have to tip the scales in his favor like he did with the no. Pacquiao fights. So no, not at all. going to be... It's so ridiculous because this guy literally has had maybe two, three fights and he's going to go step in and fight, like what Mikey said, one of the best boxers of all time, Floyd Mayweather. This is so – it's so ridiculous. It's like – it's like, Cac, it's like if we got your brother to go stand in net and do 10 saves against uh, Wayne Gretzky or Ovechkin, one of the best goal scorers of all time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. he he played hockey, played rep, but never a pro. Right, so yeah. it's, it's well, so ridiculous. Oh, and not to mention, we're gonna charge people fifty bucks to watch it. Oh, that's the thing, right? Like, just like it's the asinine prices just to watch these people go at it. Like, I for I remembered Nate Robinson from the Space Jam movie. It completely <laughs> didn't dawn on me that he was an actual basketball player. Yes, sir. Uh, so I'm like, NBA dunk champion too. He's yeah, I didn't know that. So I was like, oh, right. my height too. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, it's just, you know what? It's 2020. I'm sick of everything. I just want like a memory erasing charm just to like forget this past year. Was that the freaking wand from Harry Potter? World yeah, did you, get, did you stop off at all the Vanders before you came into the podcast? Yeah. I, I just got to get the rememberal. <laughs> the thing is, Devil. I don't know what I've forgotten. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Good stuff. Anyway, um, I just want to throw out there as well. I'm just on a roll so far. Um, you guys have been a little bit glitchy on my end. I don't know if I've been glitchy on your end. You've been glitchy on my end. So yeah, I think see? it. I think it might be you, but um, I, just, I, I just want to throw one more thing out there. I'm just going to be key. I'm just going to keep throwing things out there. Well, let's keep throwing things out there because I got a couple of things I'm going to throw out there. too. Okay, but hold on. Let me throw my shit first. All right. throw. Um, it. I just wanted to say you might notice I'm in a different location right now. Yep. And that's what that's I was going to throw at you. Oh, that's what you're going to throw. You're going to throw. Okay. We're just, just throwing. throwing let's just throw it back. Throw it to you. You throw it back to me. I'll catch it. You throw Okay. metaphorically knocking down vases and shit exactly exactly <laughs> um yeah so i'm i'm sitting in our new studio technically it's just sort of you know shit's kind of all over the place but that's why i'm in a different spot and i feel like my internet's getting a little sketchy too um just because it's you know things have been moved around i just plugged a bunch of shit back in so yeah i'm, I'm actually in advance for that I'm actually still waiting for you to finish work from yesterday to call me back. Um, so I let know. me know when you're home from work and you I'm can sorry. call me back because I wanted to talk some logistics because I, I wanted to look at getting some hardwired internet in there. I know we won't be using Zoom. Uh, again, this might be, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to say yet, but this could be our last Zoom podcast. I, it could I, be. I'm hoping it was actually. I think, I, thought... I, think, I think we might have some concerns from, the, from some agencies um, about some HEPA filters or some HVAC uh, uh, yes. situation. So I think our people. Yeah, they're not convinced. Filled. Yeah. Our, our, there's, <laughs> a, there's actually, I heard there's like a, a remedy for people who are allergic to cats though. <laughs> Like a like a pill or something. It's called. You don't, don't think I bitch. fucking tried that shit over the last twenty eight years of my life? What you don't tried be a not bitch being pill? a bitch? That's what you tried. <laughs> no, I tried to you know tough it out. I think but... Pfizer makes it. <laughs> I f- fuck you. Like, I, like you know what? I've tried. If honestly, if I knew that I could, I didn't know you had at the time two cats yeah. that you brought with you from Oakville. I thought that those were your parents' cats. And then when I found out you got a third cat, look, you don't think I've tried that? I've had friends with cats. I've gone in their house. I've toughed it out, and it's been brutal. So for the sake of the show, I wanted to give a heads up here. Well, speaking speak, it out there, or what? speaking of Mike's, Kedavra, you're speaking of Mike's cats, not to mention he got a third one. And we have, if you guys haven't been following us on Instagram or anything like that, go follow us on Instagram at FaceOffPuckPod. Subscribe <laughs> to our YouTube page, FaceOffHockeyPodcast. But we posted our new promo video with Bean Bundle announcing the promo code. And I got to, we might have to send the behind the scenes blooper footage because funny. Mike got attacked by his one cat during the video. And I, I said it to him. I was like, this is what happens when you have cats, bro. No disrespect. I mean, people, you can love your pets, love your cats, love your dogs, but yeah, mm-hmm. cat guy. Yeah. I don't know about that. Chewy never would have done that with me. Yeah. Chewy just goes back, 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 back. Well, yeah. barks in your that's, ear. Bro. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got me there. All right, <laughs> but yeah, so like like we've mentioned, it's episode fifty, and we've talked a little bit off the air. Um, we had an appreciation post a couple days ago. Um, we've come <laughs> a long way, man. It's been. I this is technically should be episode like fifty one if you think about it, because we did oh, cancel pilot. one episode because of COVID. We uh, we got kicked out of our studio, and we couldn't figure out how we were going to do the podcast. I know we were looking at Skype and a bunch of different other things, and obviously the good people at Zoom. Uh, came in the clutch here. Um, but 
it only took us, I guess, 40 episodes. So I guess, what is that? 40 weeks ish to, to, to get a table, get the studio going. So we're going to be there any episode now. I'm hoping I also in the next had to buy a weeks. house. So yeah, well, <laughs> we were thinking about doing it before you got a house regardless. That's true. But, but the landlord came through big time and uh, she's graciously giving us the basement to uh, have fun <laughs> with the face off hockey podcast. Thanks. Ghost. Um, yeah. Wherever she is. <laughs> Um, but I just wanted to say, too, um, we want to keep going, man. We've had so many great guests. Um, obviously, our favorite, well, my, we love all our guests. Let's, let's just say that to start with. But our favorite had to be Patrick O'Brien Dempsey, Mike Luzioni from the movie Miracle. Uh, both Mike's graciously set that up for my birthday. And I guess it was, it, I don't think you guys had planned on that happening. He just kind of threw it at us. And he, he invited himself. How dare he? He just throws himself an open invitation, right? You know, I'm, yeah. I'm glad he did. Yeah. yeah. You know, he wanted to get on. I wasn't going to say no. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm it was pretty saying. awesome. So if you guys are new to the show or you happen to miss that episode, uh, first of all, get your head out of your ass. Um, <laughs> second, second of all, go check out uh, episode 21. It just happens to be his number or Mike Ruzioni's number. Um, yeah. So go check that out. Uh, Everyday Hockey Heroes, uh, author Jim Lang joined the show. Um, favorite podcaster, Annie O.D. Um, she's been on the show a couple times. Stephen Ellis with the Hockey News. And I, I, we said to Stephen last time he was on, you know, when World Juniors and the NHL start kicking back up, we're going to have him back on and talk about the World Juniors and stuff like that. So I'll shoot Stephen a message and, and see what's up. And, um, yeah, I don't know, guys. Let's get, I'm just very happy. We have all these listeners and all these people watching. And I'm going on a ramp, but. It, it's it's crazy how what can happen in a year and um you know it's, like it's i can't even explain it to be honest honestly i was getting emotional over here. no no i'm just trying to put together the proper words and the verbiage proper, the verbiage yes it's it's interesting because all it takes really is an idea and to have that idea manifest i have my own outside project working right now on top of this and i tell you like you literally it all stems from one idea. And as creative people as we are, we just got to keep pushing. And who knows where it will take you. This all started was when I got, I don't know, quote unquote, hired from this news source that Gio and I no longer write for. And Gio reached out to me, welcoming me to the, uh, the, the website and all that. And I literally just, I, I was just miserable in my day-to-day job. And I just, I had like, I just was like, hey, well, what about this? You know, so it's kind of interesting how one single idea, like last year, yesterday, Gio, you and I were at the studio for the first time, just you and me. I think we were doing episode one or two. I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. But um, so I saw that little memory. But it, it all it takes is an idea. And we've just been pushing and pushing. And, and um, it, it's we, we've, this whole new world has opened up, mm-hmm. you know. So it's, it's, it's a lot of great opportunities and we've had a lot of great guests and, uh, and Thomas Rickus and it's just been, <laughs> sorry, I, you know what? I've defended Thomas for so long. I just had to get hey, that one we, shot in. We're there. always defending him, man. We love Rico. He's coming back on by the way, very shortly. Cause I know I saw that season is starting up and we got our, we, he's in our fantasy basketball league. Oh, so I saw that. Did you pick on. your keepers yet? Oh, I did. Don't worry, buddy. Shit, I, didn't I honestly forgot. Sorry to cut you off, Kat, because now we're going to go on a rant, but I totally <laughs> forgot who my keepers were, and I was looking at my team. I was like, damn, how did I not end up winning? I yeah, just squeaked I in the playoffs, and I finished in fourth because the league got cut because of COVID. But You and I made a trade last year, I'm pretty sure, right near the end of the season. Did we I not? think we did because I got Bam, and you had Bam out of bio, right? Yeah, 
and yeah, yeah. I, I'll announce it here, not that anyone really cares, but I decided to keep LeBron and Kawhi. Um, I'm, oh. letting, I'm letting Devin Booker go. I'm letting Bam go. I'm letting Jimmy Butler go. I'm letting Paul George because fuck Paul George. Yeah, and Paul George I'm, let, I'm letting steady Freddie Van Vliet go. I got to let him go, man. I just hey, When you have Kawhi and LeBron, dude, like, come on. You, you got to keep those You know guys. what? I, I, if you told me this maybe yesterday, I would have said – I think you're crazy for keeping Kawhi, but the NBA just announced that they're Bingo. adding a bunch of provisions and pro- they're prohibiting people from, uh, what is it? The, uh, um, uh, oh shit. What is it called? Load uh, management. Load management. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're prohibiting that, which I mean, they're going to find a way regardless. And I, well, they'll just bench them on Sunday night games that on our national TV when LA is in Memphis or something like that. Right. Yeah, True. I yeah. Mean, that's, that's, that's true. So I don't know. It's, it's pretty, I, I think you made some decent choices there. I probably would have kept bam. Honestly, I, I have Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, and there's one other player, possibly one of my point guards that I forget now who I could keep, but I, probably won't keep because i'm gonna keep the big guys um but i probably would have kept bam over joel Embiid at this point because i think bam's gonna be an absolute stud next year yeah and i saw you like my tweet saying joel Embiid is one of the most overrated players i i have to agree with you i think he's a big fat baby he's a flopper <laughs> he, he doesn't handle a lot of things well but the guy puts up boards he puts up numbers so i mean yep that's it can't argue and, with that fantasy basketball uh, and also an update, like we, ha- we haven't given updates about our face-off hockey team in the Slump Buster Podcast League. Uh, I, I don't think it went well this year, guys. Uh, <laughs> inaugural season in the Podcast League. We went 4-7 or 4-8, and eight, something like that. I was in the toughest division, man. All four teams ahead of me ended up yeah. making it in. Um, what what is going on over there? What's, what's uh, dropping I dropped coins? something keeps oh. dropping on my desk. Give, so yeah, um, we'll uh, we'll have to maybe invite Juju on and we can talk well, about our season misery. And with I him. I was gonna say a big and credit to where credit is due. Kind of the reason why we got to know Annie and have an yeah. American the American audience was because of Slump Buster. So absolutely wanted to give a shout out there because I don't know we would probably not have gotten in touch with Annie, probably not have had the American audience yep. that we would have had. Yep. So that's been, that's been really beneficial. Yeah, it's and has a ton of fun, right? Like even yeah. like they reached out to us, I think uh, to, to sort of they get did, some, yeah. some hockey content on their page. Cause they weren't super affluent in the, in this, this sport, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, I think it's been a pretty cool thing. I mean, we got a bunch of friends down South now and it's, yeah. I don't know. We'll do a little roadie down there one day. Yeah, once all these vaccines and borders open up and all that nonsense, uh, we'll definitely try and plan something out. Guys, we know we know it's been a little bit of a slow start. We've been commemorating and trying to get our new ad out and Cac's dogs barking in the background and all that good stuff. But it's all fun and games. But I guess before, um, we wanted to play some face-up too because it's a game we played a bunch in studio. It's a game we played at the start of quarantine when there was almost no hockey content. Um, so we'll get to some face-up. Um, I know we each, I told these guys each to write down a couple names beforehand. Um, usually it goes, I'll ask CAC, uh, CAC will ask Mike, Mike will ask me kind of thing, but maybe we'll switch around. We'll have some fun with it. We got a bunch of names, right? So we'll figure it out. Um, we'll do some that, do some of that. Um, but yeah, so Michael Scott um, of Dunder Mifflin, he came in and helped Gary Bettman and uh, Bill Daly and Donald Fear come together with a 56-day plan. 56 <laughs> points, one point a day. They're back yeah. in business. Uh, 56 game schedule wow. allegedly is coming back January 13th. Um, there's going to be 10 day training camps. I don't know if there's going to be exhibition, maybe a game or two. I mean, they only played one game 
when they were going for the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I would assume yeah. they're at least going to get one, but maybe none. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, looking like Canadian division. They didn't really say anything concrete about that, but I'm, it's got to be at least for the first month or two. I have to say, and I've done a little bit. I haven't done as much digging as I wanted to, but I will say this. The players, I know we were talking about how the owners kind of were pressuring the players to take this position. The owners would have lost, I think if, if there was no season, if there was no season, the owners would have lost $15 million per team roughly, and the players would have gotten no salary versus a shorter season, the owners losing more money, and the players at least getting some of their salary. So I think when push came to shove, it kind of was a bit of a, a force grip on one side, and fortunately they've come together at a at a time where you really had to make it a, a very quick decision because this being around the bush wasn't going to, wasn't going to work any much longer. So yeah. um, credit to where credit is due and uh, let's, we'll see what happens with the travel. I'd be very yeah, interested to see. It's it. kind of interesting. I mean, I think a bubble scenario should work the same way it did in the playoffs where they had two bubbles and then, you know, the winners from one bubble went to the other bubble. I mean, the whole point of bubbles is, they're all in a in a bubble, right? So, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm, no, really, I thought they were in a triangular prism. Well, okay, first of all, with your fucking attitude there, Mister Cack, Mister Rock out with my blue shirt, with my cack out, whatever. He's motherfucker. <laughs> oh my gosh! What I'm uh, trying spe- to say? Yeah, you, know, you and your blue you. shirt. How dare you? Merch, pal. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so they're in a fucking bubble, like I said. And technically, if one bubble trans- transfers over to the other bubble and they're both COVID-free at the time of the transfer, it should be able to work okay. So I yeah. don't see why you do like, okay, the, the Leafs are going to play every single game they have against the Habs, against yeah. other Canadian teams. And once those are done, they can transfer half of the like half well, I think I think originally they were gonna. It was gonna be kind of like baseball ish, where they were. Let's say they would go to Montreal, and they play the Habs and the Senators three, four times each in the span of three weeks. So they're just right. staying in that rotation. You know what I mean? The I bu- go ahead, Cax. The bubble costed them, I think, ninety million dollars when all was said and done. So yeah, it was. I think a little over than the seventy-five that they had predicted. So I don't know. Like, but you know what? It's it's worth it, man. They got through it. No positives. The cup was awarded out, and you know they finished the season. I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure if they're going to do the bubble situation or the MLB uh, route, but uh, MLB. But ninety million dollars when all was said and done. So I mean, That's maybe money, yeah. maybe have them stay at a Motel Six. I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. Are you now? Sorry, are we talking about a bubble for like in Canada? You're talking about what these teams are playing because all well, for each division, I'm thinking. Yeah, like I'm thinking a, a bubble per division, and then you can transfer half of each bubble to a different bubble so they can go play the rest of their games against yeah, the other bubble. I don't know. I just I don't think a bubble is gonna fly with it's it's not clearly because they didn't propose it. It's not gonna fly mm-hmm. with players and their families and, and for just staying six games. Yeah, and just that's like a four month stretch, man. It's yeah. it's gonna be a long time. Like they still want to be done by July. July, beginning of July, and then hopefully get back on track for September. I'm guessing it, you got to hope with the way everything is trending right now that September 2021, we're back on schedule, on time, fans in the building, well, and 
We're back. That's, you know what I that's mean? That's the hope. I mean, I would, the thing is, NFL. And we're going would, completely carbon neutral. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and the thing is, I would look to the NFL in terms of what they've done right versus what they've done wrong. Now, the NHL is a more closed environment. Yeah. So you can get away with having partial fans, although not having them in the same seats, just on different rows. So um, I'd have to, you'd have to, and Dallas had play, uh, had people in the stands too. So you have to see if a partial, um, stadium thing would work I yeah know. i know 50 in 56 games too you know it's it's better than 48 but i i don't know i i kind of wanted to see something in the 60s right i mean usually yeah. you know what kind of team you are and where you're projected how you're going unless you're the St. Louis blues of 2019 or something crazy like that um but you probably know in around 45 50 games who you are right um, so I know we were talking about, we had posed on our Twitter account at face off puck pod, um, just kind of start trying to start a discussion. If there was a 56 game season, which we now know it's most likely going to happen. What team do you think is going to have the best advantage at taking a Stanley cup? Right. Um, and I had thrown out the Toronto Maple Leafs because Freddie Anderson can stay healthy. Hopefully play a minimal amount of games and you have young guys who can maybe take advantage of a lighter schedule. It could help out guys like Joe Thornton, like Jason Spezza, like Wayne Simmons, guys who are a little bit older, need some rest for their legs, shorten season, jump right in the playoffs. Right? Mm -hmm. So I look at a team like Toronto and I'm not, I'm honestly, I'm being completely honest. I'm not just saying that cause I'm a leaf fan, but when you really look at it that way and how Freddie Anderson, most, it mostly has to do with Freddie Anderson. When yeah. you look at the way Anderson has played in and around 55, 60 games, he starts to go downhill a little bit. Right. And after yeah. that halfway winter lull, usually second month in he starts kind of to fall apart a little bit. So yeah. I don't know. It, it could help them. I, yeah, I could see that. I could see that being uh, pretty much a blessing in disguise because last year Toronto was starting to slip at around game 60-ish, right, when they were kind of like neck and neck with Florida in that last playoff spot. I think, I mean, I always oh, say God. Vegas. I'm sorry. when Just the way you say Toronto and Florida and people still think Toronto has one of the best, it makes me so sick. Like they well, were tied with the Panthers. Like, let's get yeah, right here. Well, those people are morons and idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I call them out whenever I see it. People think that's cyberbullying. I don't give a shit. People I always, it. I always think to myself, <laughs> would an idiot do that? And if an idiot would say yes, and I would do not, I do not do that. <laughs> I do not do that thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so that's the thing, right? Um, but uh, I, Vegas is a little, I, again, I always say Vegas, but Robin Leonard, I think was injured or was having some repairs done to something. I look at Colorado. Washington would be interesting. Washington would be very interesting. Pittsburgh might be interesting as well. Yeah. Right. With Getzel coming back and uh, yep. Cody Cece on the <laughs> I can't. I can't. He sucks. Oh, hey -oh. That. hello. Pulling Vegas. Out the Vegas. Vegas Golden Knights license plate. You had that. You never brought that into the old studio. Never. It was in my freaking bedroom yeah. and it was like tucked away and then. I moved, and then it was in a box. Are you implying that Vegas could have a good chance at a Stanley Cup? <laughs> I think they could. I mean, that's not why I threw that out there, but we were on the topic of Vegas, Robin Leonard, and I saw your hat, and I yeah. just, I'm trying to stay awake. I'm sorry. I, I know. I was just about to say. You like, got to wake up. Yeah. Yeah, I have some. You know what? My, my, okay, my, for me, I don't drink. Well, I got to be careful now. 
I don't drink particular things to keep me awake, like energy drinks. Yeah, because you but <laughs> I use I use uh, chocolate milk. That's my go-go juice. So I had a bunch of I uh, I had a bunch of glasses today. So I'm like ready yeah, I to can go. Tell. you're like fucking. You got more pep than Pepe Le Pew over here. Pew pew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know some, of, some of us had a long week and stuff. Yeah, so some, yeah we apologize. It's we apologize. I know. It's I mean, it should be slow, like stumbling a, words. Just, you know, it should be like action packed, super excited. Well, we and are. You're like, shit, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally not said shit man that's yeah. it that's all i got my <laughs> little anti-climactic watering i know, you know what's going on over there i don't know man. put some like visine in or what'd I you feel do like freaking mayor of new york rudy giuliani's <laughs> <laughs> and he was sweating all the color down the side of his uh, sideburns yeah, man that guy that. went from a hero to definitely not that hero <laughs> to zero real fucking quick <laughs> well i mean crash and burn like if we once we get an official word hopefully by the end of this week i i did see pierre lebrun lebrun of tsn <laughs> of tsn he tweeted out that the players or the owners and gary bettman uh they're having a call with every team to let them know so hopefully by friday seems like a typical nhl thing last minute friday news dump um hey we're coming back uh 56 games january 13th let's get rocking um so once that happens, then we'll really break down the divisions. If we get official word, we'll do some predictions and stuff like that. Who can be Art Ross, Maurice Richard winners, stuff like that. Um, but there was also another little thing that I do want to touch on. And it's been brought up, not necessarily with the NHL, but it's in the NBA. I know it's been brought up in, um, in the MLS and stuff like that. Not just on the front, and CAC, if you catch my drift here, I'm talking about the ads on jerseys potentially for the NHL. And I guess that kind of started a shitstorm a little bit. Um, people were going mental over this. Um, CAC's putting on a stupid helmet now as we speak. I don't know what he's going to say, but the NBA a couple years ago, they decided to add little ads on one of their sides of their jersey. Um, each company would pay, I think it was a million or two, to each franchise to have their name on their jersey um harmless little thing uh right on the crest um and the nhl that is apparently coming up in discussions and just you know recoup some money from the hits they were taking we know the nhl is a big gate driven league and it's going to be going almost a full calendar year where they're going to have no fans in the building it's going to hurt them so they were maybe thinking let's put some ads on the jerseys don't know how big, don't know how small, don't know locations, all that kind of stuff to try and make some money. Um, okay, it's a little different. Hockey jerseys, very classic, a lot of history. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. I'd have to maybe know where they would go. Um, yeah, I think that'd, be the, that'd, be the, that'd be the big factor right there. If you guys are watching right now on our YouTube channel, if you look behind me here, I have the Team Canada sweater. Now, obviously, obviously this is a nationality jersey. Um, but let's take a player with a letter on their jersey. So John Tavares on a Leafs jersey, for example, he's already got one side covered. Um, Adidas doesn't have their logo on the other side. They have it, I believe, on the back neck, um, and because the NHL logo is right at the front. They so also maybe, have one down below as well. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe you put one like where this Nike symbol is on the opposite side, a tiny little thing like the NBA. Um, I don't know. Like I, I get it. I see the history. Like, if you put a logo on a Habs jersey, woohoo, there's going to be a lot yeah. of upset people. Just like if you put on a, a Chicago, a Blackhawks jersey, a Rangers jersey, Red Wings, Bruins, Leafs. 
you know, I get it. I honest, I get it, but I don't know the, if I'd want to see it though. This, the CFL has, oh, okay. So you were going to point to that, but the CFL has like on, if you look at the jerseys, they have now yeah. a logo on each side of the Jersey. Yeah. I just don't want it. See years ago when Martin Broder was still a player, um, he was talking about maybe, and I don't, I think I have the article still from the hockey news. I don't know where the magazine is, but he was talking about having goalie equipment, having all the ads. I think that's kind of a little ridiculous. I understand that they have to recoup the money, but at the same time, you don't want it too cluttered and too repulsive to look at. Like some of the European, like some of the European kits are just atrocious to look yeah, at. They have European, ads in hockey you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like they have like, you know, ads on the pants, ads on the, gl- it's Dude, just, I, it's I'd an love, eyesore. I'd love to see, I'd love to see Maple Leaf blue pants with big Skoda stickers on them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know the what? Swedish cars and all that, <laughs> you know, the helmet. It's just, it's, it's too much. It's just becomes a little much, but I, it, it'll look weird. Like the jerseys themselves now look so clean and crisp with like the pants and the uniform. Like it'll yeah. look a little strange. I didn't love the NBA logo, like the sponsors on their shoulders. I didn't love them. I think, the Raptors especially got Sun Life in yellow or orange or something yeah. right on their thing. It just kind of looks a little silly. It's out of I place. Other teams, they look a little bit better, but yeah, um, but yeah, it just looks a little weird. So I, th- I, I think, think it would the definitely Clipper, have I think to depend the, on where it's going to go. I think the Clippers have Bumble as their sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is oh, I, I hate that. Like, I get so many Bumble ads. I don't know why. Yeah. It's like, what's this new app? Bumble, shut up. But like, um. <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? But I didn't know NBA teams were struggling so much that they needed a million dollars. They're not, man. It's just... Like, I just found that was so weird. Like, ri- I would The rich get richer, man. That's just well, the way it I goes. Know, I guess. They're struggling somewhat, it, it would seem, because... No they, way, man. They got a multi-billion dollar TV deal. They're okay. Yeah, but, but like, if you look at the viewership, like, the, the NBA Finals pulled in five and a half million viewers... And a, a football game that was rescheduled on a Wednesday night between who oh, yeah. the Steelers and like a the the Ravens. third yeah the third string quarterback for the Ravens or some <laughs> shit had eleven yeah it was Marty McSorley <laughs> yeah. yeah but I was talking so, about at the time that they made that decision right like basketball yeah, but, was no they're just they're exploiting it man they know they get a, they can sell a tiny patch on their jersey for a couple million bucks yeah bringing more revenue benefits I, everyone I mean right? I mean I I have a hard time disagreeing with that yeah yeah well you know what and i and i understand like the advertisers that you know have it on the boards like over the ice i'm sure yeah. they want to find ways to make like i'm sure they're feeling a little gypped after this last season right because no one mo- most of them too they start putting ads on the holographic images like behind the net on the glass too right seen that. most yeah. of the american stations have that kind of and yeah it's funny you say that because the NHL probably has the most ad space available with the ice and the boards. I guess really you're only paying the bigger dollars for the, the TV angle side, yeah. right? Because there are ads on the whole way around, but you really mm-hmm. only see 75% of it. So um, let's throw a little hypothetical out there. I don't know if right. you guys can hear me. I think it's a little. Yeah, cringy. no, we can hear you clear. You're good. Um, so would you rather have advertisements more so on the ice? Like, you know how in Europe they do like each face-off circle circle, is like a different ad or something like that would you rather see something like that or would you rather them go and and put it on the jerseys if you're getting a choice i'd definitely rather have it on the ice because i if if you can make the same amount of money keep the jerseys clean keep them the way they've always been don't ruin it don't turn them into walking billboards you know what i mean yeah um i get it like we've been saying i understand it but if you can find a way to make it small 
I guess you can you can maybe put it underneath the Adidas logo on the back. No one's can really gonna see it. Or, like it's there. You don't sell it for as much money. You know, yeah, like not... those stop signs we used to have on our house league jerseys. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To stop hitting from behind didn't yeah. stop everyone from doing that. <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't even stop me. John Cherry, John Cherry was know. responsible for that too. He was. I, you're right. He was, and I didn't actually know that that's what it was there for. Again, yeah. I was like, why is there a stop sign on the back of everyone's jersey? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll find out after I hit this person who's yeah. not looking. <laughs> yeah. Bro, supposed didn't to you see the sign? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I, oh, I'm, I don't have a license yet. Shut up. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, I, the only place, because uh, there's so much, there's almost so much real estate on the back of the jersey there. Maybe just on like, like you said, where the Nike symbol is. Yeah. If, you know, you have a letter just over there, like just very like a small one kind of like not really noticeable. I mean, you know, it's there, but it's not too distracting because yeah. I'm, I'm a traditionalist too. Like you don't want to see like a whole chest area having like Coca-Cola on them or yes. well, that's the thing though. Like Coke, like if I'm, if, if Coke's going to be advertising, it better be like on the devil's jerseys or Carolina or Montreal. Yeah. Like, or Ford should be advertising on Tampa Bay or, well, Mon- or Toronto. Like, I don't want to see orange on a fucking blue Jersey that has no orange in it, like Sun Life on a Raptors jersey. I don't want to see yellow on a red jersey. I, I think it needs to look aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it's true. Because I now that you mentioned that, speaking about that Bumble sponsorship, I think it was like a black patch with the yellow writing on the white, blue, and red jersey, right? Yeah. And it's the same vice versa both ways. But on the flip side, I was just thinking too, because Mikey, that uh, Greek basketball jersey is reminding me, like soccer jerseys are primarily known for the sponsors on the middle of their jersey, right? But and, they pay and that's hundreds was... of hundreds of millions of dollars. Like it is a way more lucrative business. But when you think of sure. a couple years ago, this one I can think of when you think of Manchester United, one of the most historic football teams ever. Etihad. You think of the Etihad, or you think of um, uh, Emirates. <coughs> excuse me, or... Or that like with Arsenal, you think of Fly Emirates. When Fly you Bar- Emirates, yeah. Barcelona, you think of you know the classic sponsorship. Milan has had Pirelli tires forever. AC Milan has had Fly Emirates forever. Yeah. Chelsea, every now they change tire companies every year, right? Like it just happens. Yeah, and freaking Juve had Jeep on their fucking yeah. jerseys. Bro. Yeah, they did. Just Jeep. Yeah, exactly. They used to have Crazy. a cheese company across there the whole time too, right? Like yeah, these things, some, these things happen. Pirelli tires up there yeah. sometimes too. I think. I but I, it's been like that for so long now. I think, and it, there's so much money behind it. It kind of that is what makes the jersey. And I always remember thinking as a kid, I was like, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why there's a giant sponsorship in the middle. Um, we look at like Celtic, for example, a Scottish football team. They got the Magnus or Magner, whatever it's called, um, the Cider, right? Um, I think it's called yeah. Magners, right? I think it's something like that. Some Something like that. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, so as long as they don't get too crazy with massive fat logos on the jerseys, um, you can and find like, a way TFC to make it. Bell. No, BMO. Or uh, yeah, BMO. Yeah, yeah BMO. BMO. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's what I, meant. I um Van- Vancouver, I think the White Caps have Bell on theirs or Montreal, one of the two. Um but anyway, we're going to go we're going off on a tangent. Um so yeah, guys, I know we said it's been a bit of a slow episode and not very exciting for episode 50, it's but It's been pretty exciting. Come it's on. been okay. We'll we'll have some fun now because we're going to play one of our favorite Woo! games. We, I think we know a bunch of listeners. I love this game. Uh, you guys listening or watching right now can can play can play along with us. Um, it's our version of Guess Who. It's called Face Up. Um, so basically, we haven't played this in a long time, but we're we have looked 
in the history books, um, hockey DB mainly, um, for me anyway, um, where we're going to get these players' names. Um, we're going to give a little bit of clues and stuff like that. Um, so who would like to go first and who wants to go? I, you know, I have a little bit of a curveball one. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to toss it to Mikey because, um, Cac, I know you'll probably get it. Mikey should be able to get this too, but it's a softball one just to get – just to get the ball rolling. I don't want to embarrass myself when I'm. Well, that, well that's why I chose you because it's, out, it's just hey, funnier at the same time. <laughs> Thanks, pal. All right, so face up, ladies and gentlemen. This player was born in 1987 and went number 62 in the third round of the 2005 NHL oh, yeah. draft. He is a defenseman and has played for one team. He is Canadian and he's from Montreal, Quebec. Oh, hold on. He is a three-time. Stanley Cup champion. Wait, wait, wait. I've, I kind of... Is he still playing? Did you mention that or no? Yes. Yes, this guy is still playing. He's still playing. Okay. Defenseman from Montreal, Quebec. He is 33 years old. Third round, 62nd overall, 2005 NHL draft. One NHL team, three-time Stanley Cup champion. Uh, Chris if, Letang. Correct. Hey, it took me a second, man. Like it, I was it, about to say, the, if I was going to say the one team, I was Pittsburgh. I was like, yeah, you gotta get it right away. I, well, right? that's why. Like that's why. Like I, I was like, it took me a second to digest everything. It kind of went in my ear, and it, it left my brain. It didn't even process. So I had to ask them again. All right, let well, I got, we got two other ones, so we'll we'll switch them up. But uh, Cac, you want to go next? Also, uh, I just want to throw out there, I can't believe he was drafted in 2005. It's already been that long. Like, it's crazy. 15 years, dude. That's that's pretty decent NHL career. Right. It's nuts. Imagine winning a Stanley Cup once every five years in your career. <laughs> For real, though, yeah. Not bad. Uh, who's? I guess this is going to you, Gio? Yeah, and then uh, okay. Mikey will get one to kick, right. and then we can reset. For, uh, so now my players we're not from 2005 onward they but it'll be well, fine my players because uh, i was gonna say this as well geo said 2005 onward guys was, who have like, played in, the, in 2005 no, i've been in were, the league no, from at least 2005 I, on I, I as soon as he sent that that the text initially to do the face up i just started going so anyway okay hold on a second <laughs> Okay, from Oxbow, from Oxbow, Saskatchewan, this winger played for four NHL teams. This player captained a Canadian team. This player won the Stanley Cup in 1989, scoring 11 points in 22 games as a rookie. Although he never earned a major award, this player played for Team Canada in 2002. This diminutive former eighth-round pick amassed 1,086 points in 1,084 games. He is well. He is probably famous for his celebration, where he went down the length of the ice and started celebrating like a madman. Who is Theron Fleury? Bing, 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 bing. Hey. Oh, good for you. Know you know what? I was about to throw out Paul Correa because you oh. said winger, never major award, captain to team, but then. I remembered you said Saskatchewan, and if my memory serves me correctly, Paul Korea is from BC. Yeah, I think he's from BC. I think we've so. already done Paul Korea as well. And and we and have, I have, said yes. captain to Canadian team, so I thought ah, ah, I thought you were going to say Wendell Clark at one point, but I was like, I know he's from Saskatchewan, but yeah, yeah that's a good one. That's a well. <clears throat> first of all, Wendell Clark didn't win a Stanley Cup in 1989. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> all right, Mikey, uh, fire fire one up for the CAC. Okay, Cacman. Fire up uh, for the guy in the blue shirt. This uh, <laughs> this player, 
played for several NHL teams. Uh, it looks like <laughs> seven total. Um, he uh, was born December 23rd, 1979. He's 40 years old right now. Uh, he is currently retired. Uh, he was a center and he shot left. Uh, he is an American national. He played on the American national team. Uh, he was drafted 27th overall in 1998. I'm not going to tell you the team because I feel like that would give it away. Uh, and he did have somewhat of a stint on your favorite team, the Montreal Canadiens. Okay, 1998, 27th overall? Uh, correct. And he was – fuck, I don't know. He's a center. He did play, on the, he did play on the Habs. He uh, – uh, let me let me pull up some some of my deeper notes. I was going to say Brian Gianta, but I don't know if he's a, he's not a center. That's very close actually. That is very close. Uh, when did he play for Montreal? See. He played for like what year? Cuz then I, I can know. just go down the rosters in my he head. Played there for several years actually. Several years. I think he retired there. Chris Higgins. No. No, whoa, I forgot about him too. No, not Chris Higgins. No, cuz Chris Higgins was Drafted in 1998. So, uh, John LeClaire. Born in uh, Anchorage, no. Alaska. Which oh, 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 oh. Scott Gomez. Scott Gomez. Scott Gomez. Yes. Anchorage. Wow. Anchorage. Sorry, Anchorage, sorry, yes. yeah. <laughs> well done, um, Cac. Um, yeah, good for you. That was, a, that, was a bit of a, that was a bit of a tough one. So, good Cac. job. All right, I, to get, I, I did save that one for you, though, Cat, because I thought you would get it uh, with the Habs clues and shit. Not that I had very many Habs clues there. Well, because I was like, well, what like era of a Hab was he? Because then I could have, you know, anyway. That's fine. True. Good. All right. All right. Um, who, I, I kind of, okay, you know what, Cat? I'm going to throw this one at you. Oh, and okay. If I know fun, it, I'm saying it. And it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because of funny. We'll, we'll explain in a second. So this player is an American. He's a right winger. <laughs> Was born in 1979, and he was drafted in the third round, 82nd overall in the 1998 NHL draft. He has played for four different NHL teams, most notably with the New Jersey Devils yeah, and the Brian Montreal Canadiens. Brian Gionta, yeah. <laughs> and that's the only reason why I said it. Because it's so funny. If anyone was watching on our YouTube channel, when Cac threw out Brian Gianna a couple minutes ago, I was kind of like, ooh. <laughs> that's like, it's so I weird that i went with gomez i know with gianna that is so that is weird. very weird and i don't we know never... why were we talking about the devils just no like... i don't think so no no i don't think so either. all right uh okay so for i guess is it my turn to ask chio then yeah yeah, yeah? let's do it and yeah. then mike i'll give you my last guy okay uh this former first overall pick in 1990 played for seven nhl teams in 1200 games this winger amassed 885 points um, he's one of the few players that make iTech helmets look cool. <laughs> Even though he was born in Belfast, Northern Ireland, he represented Team Canada at the international level. I have his bobblehead. He also wore number 11, and he played for the San Jose Sharks, the Colorado Quebec Nordiques. Who is Mike Ricci? No. He uh, also played for the Maple Leafs, as well as the Minnesota Wild and the Calgary Flames. Joe Neuendijk? Who nope. is, oh, who is, um, uh, Owen Nolan? Yes. Ding, Owen ding, ding, Nolan. I didn't know he was fucking born in Belfast. Yeah, bro. I don't know why I said Mike Ricci. I, was he not? He was drafted in that year, was he not? Uh, I think he was. What year did you say? 1990? 1990. He probably would have been because he was, Mike Ricci was part of the Eric Lindros trade, right? Uh, 1990. Oh, Mike Ricci went fourth overall. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. So when Owen Nolan, Peter Nedved, Keith Primo, Mike Ricci, wow, Yaramir Yager went fifth overall. That well, you know wild. why? But you know why he went fifth overall? I do not. So he really wanted to play with Mario in Pittsburgh. So what happened was he was telling the other teams he was interviewing that he might not be able to get uh, clearance from the Czech government to go over there to clear him to play for the North America. But he told Pittsburgh, I really want to play with you. I can make it to North America. No problem. Wow. But, he wa- but that's the reason. That's the reason he didn't get picked any higher because let's see the 1990 draft. Um, well, who were the teams again? Hold on. Let me go. It was Hartford. It went Quebec. No, Vancouver. Vancouver went second. So uh, I think Brian Burke was like, we would have probably picked Yager, but he told us that he was, he couldn't play in North America. So we skipped on him. That's like why they went with Nedved. It was either Brian Burke or Pat Quinn, whoever it was one of those two that we were interviewed. Yeah, I think it was wow. Pat Quinn. Might yeah, have been Pat Keith Quinn. Kachuk yeah. went 19th. Marty Brodeur went uh, 20th. 20th. Yeah. yeah. So it's a great draft. Um, so uh, I guess Cac, you, or I, yeah, Mikey, you ask Cac, and then I'll ask Mikey. Okay. Ready, Cac? Sure. <laughs> All right. Let's rock out. Um, so this six foot six center drafted 10th overall in 1998 to the one and only Toronto Maple Leafs. Nick uh, Antropov. Yes, you fucking nailed it. <laughs> you went with six foot six center by the Leafs. There's only been a, literally two of those guys. Okay, first of all, it could have been it could have been a lot of people. Second of all, yeah. I just I was gonna give some some Borat, but never mind. You ruined it. Next. Well, oh, I, go I, ahead, I say. Got to do it now. Nothing. I was just gonna say. No, do it. I was just gonna say he was uh, he represented his country, who I will not met, which I will not mention. But he was a very nice player. <laughs> that was actually quite a beast line when you think about it. Ponikarovsky, Antropov, Sundin, average height, 6'5", average yeah, weight. They must, they, 230. That line would go like the slow as molasses in this. Oh, yeah. one, of, one of my clues was going to be he was notably on a line that Pat Quinn dubbed the skyline. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it wasn't Sundin. It was actually Newendike, Ponikarovsky, and Antropov on the Oh, scene. really? Yeah. Interesting. Wild, right? How big is Newendike? I thought he was only I like 6'2". Six, six, I didn't six, think three. he was that tall either. But Interesting. Hey. All right, Mikey, I'm going to hit you with our one of our last ones. Is that because I think we've gone through three each after this one, right, Kat? Oh, Can no, you... I haven't done my third yet. Okay. Um, so, Mikey, oh, this so player was born in Toronto, Ontario. He's 39 years old and currently retired, but okay. was almost forced to retire. He was drafted fifth overall in the year 2000 he's played for seven nhl teams he almost has double the amount of penalty minutes than he does in points for his career oh the teams he's played for he was drafted by the islanders went played for the oilers blue jackets sabers canucks coyotes and sharks i'll give you another second there he holds the current NHL record for the longest suspension. Ever. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I know. Wait. Mm. 41 game suspension. Yeah. It was given to him and then he just retired. <laughs> was he on San Jose at the time? He was. Uh, yes, he was. He was. He's very known for another famous hit when he was a Phoenix Coyote. 
He played for the Brampton Battalion in the OHL. I didn't even have that written down. I just remembered that. He also he also was on the Edmonton Oilers team, wasn't he, when they made that cup run? Wasn't he? In 07? Yeah, I believe he was. He's got one of the most unique names in hockey. <laughs> and he's Canadian. <laughs> All right, Cac, go ahead and steal Rafi Torres. Rafi Torres. I was going to say Radic Bonk because I was like, <laughs> it, it was the name was on the tip of my tongue. Rafi Torres, the name was on the tip of my tongue. Rafi and Radic, that's close and enough. I, I'll give and that I to was you. like, I, could, I just couldn't think of the name. So that's, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, Cac, you want to fire out the last one? Is it for yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, it's Mike, I have do you have one, one more? I have one as well. But okay, I, CAC. I, honestly, I think we've done this player, and maybe I was the one who did him, but I'm going to do Who it. is it? Well, you well, can't tell me. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Pavel, I almost, what? I almost did. I uh, know. Uh, oh, I almost said the name. <laughs> so this former fifth overall pick in 2004 played in 23 games for the Atlanta Thrashers. Born in Plymouth, Minnesota, this six foot five winger has 931 games so far in his career and has amassed 761 points. He achieved a season high totals of 91 points in consecutive seasons. His son recently was seen sporting a Paul Stats New Jersey, welcoming him back to the team. He has played for, respectfully, Atlanta, Winnipeg, disrespectfully, Boston. He is the captain of the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, Blake Wheeler. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think who you were saying because I was thinking of fifth overall and I was like big winger. I was like, who would have gone a winger fifth overall? But yeah, you gave me an easy clue there at the end. So how could I not say Blake Wheeler? Oh man. All my players are retired. <laughs> oh, that's a clue. <laughs> yeah. oh, I would have given you that clue anyways. Okay. So I, I, I'm pretty sure I've already done this now. That all I'm right. Give it to CAC for the last one. CAC. Um, okay. So I just want to, I'm going to throw a little fun fact out there. This player in between his first name and his last name has a lot of names in between. I'll give them to you just as a little fun fact. It's Arthur Lee Adekunle Tig Jr. Jerome McGinley. Yes, correct. What? I, I did not know that. I did, I did not, not know that either. I, I, when I look, and this is my favorite player of all time. Like, I love Jerome yeah. McGinley. I think yeah. he embodied the We definitely have player. said Jerome McGinley before, too. I think we have, but I never threw that fact out there. So, no. Jack, well done. Um, <laughs> I had no idea. And I know he does have, like, a little bit of uh, – he's obviously, like uh, – like a, a mulatto player, right? And he, but he's—I think he does have a little bit of uh, na native, native. American oh, native Canadian, native Canadian, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did I lose you? I I maybe. Uh, yeah. No, I'm trying to remember if he did. Uh, if he has a little bit, I'm not sure off the top I'm not of too my sure head. Off my head. But I think did, I part of me wants to say yes. Part of me wants to say yes. The but, fact that uh, you bring up Jerome McGinley just reminds me. I'm pretty sure all you guys saw it that. Someone interviewed well, from Boston News and they had no idea who it was. Like, I, that is dude, absolutely hilarious. But, and he's like the nicest dude ever, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Doing Little a full Canadian interview boy. and he's so nice. Like, uh, so, two things that stem from that interview. One, that massive forehead. Holy shit. <laughs> two, two, I wasn't surprised that they didn't recognize him because do you guys know the filmmaker Kevin Smith? Uh, do you guys? He did no. Clerks. Anyway, he's this like cultural icon. But he was pro as a 
he was trolling. He was protesting Dogma, his old movie, mm-hmm. in like 1998, and he was being interviewed. And no one really knew that he was the director and the star of the film. Oh my so they gosh. just so he just used his friend's name, and they have him interviewed, Brian Johnson or whatever. So so I'm not surprised that he wasn't noticed. But man, that forehead has a life of its own, man. Dude, yeah, and dude, the fact that he's still- like a beluga whale. <laughs> the fact that he still lives in Boston too, man. Like, come on. Get back up he here to Canada. Does he live in Boston? Like, yeah, he does. I, yeah, they do. Yeah, they does. still do. Yeah. Well, he's got, so, he's got two young kids. Doing there. He's got two young kids that are in school I think, and they play hockey I, down there. Yeah, I think they're waiting until like they go to college or something to maybe move back yeah. to Canada, but they're in Massachusetts Did you talk for to now. Jerome? Did he tell you that himself? Uh, no. While I was taking one of my na- bathtubs, I Oh, wow. Baths. I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't done that in a while. I haven't. I haven't taken a bath in a while. I listened oh, to Jesus, a... Oh, Jesus. Hygiene. No, like, oh, no. I mean... Candles lit. I mean... Lavender no, incense going. No. The bath bomb. <laughs> All right. Time to fucking Wikipedia Jerome Ginla. <laughs> Let me finish here. Let me finish here. God oh, damn it. I still take showers every day. I That's still good. clean. I heard this while I you was want a in sticker a, I, or? mode. No, well, I'm just because now this this is perception that I don't bathe. Okay, so um, so while I was taking one of my hockey time baths during the early part of the pandemic, when he was inducted in the hall or announced to be in the Hall of Fame, he did this interview for like 20 minutes, and I listened to it there. Well, story, bro. Oh, cool. <laughs> Shit. Got, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, I, no one takes a bath to clean themselves either. Like, I, I think I need to take a, a shower after. It's pretty relaxing, though. I can't life. lie that. I haven't done it. I haven't in a while. I, you know, you gotta, you gotta take, you gotta take some time. I got right? a nice big bath in in my my new house here, and I used it for the first time, and and it was great and all. But then I had to take a shower after because I just felt weird well of course yeah just felt weird <laughs> all right guys well, well we'll leave it at that, that. Feeling, feeling weird we'll leave it there you're welcome for the visuals everybody yeah wow yeah. cinco we'll leave it off on that one what's wait what's Episode- 50 in spanish i was trying to be cool there, uh, but I said cinco and then i forgot the rest i don't know bro i don't speak spanish uh, do you i feel like you speak spanish for some reason <laughs> i should be starting that oh. spanish movie actually <laughs> yeah uh, yeah oh yeah right. We gotta toss that we, up. We gotta, we gotta throw that up, guys. Yeah, some good shit. Cox just in there, like, yeah. <laughs> Se- yeah, looks cinquenta. Cinquenta. All right, happy cinquenta. I speak French, yeah, so I'm a little, not Spanish. The half century episode fifty. Uh, like we said off the top, we can't thank you guys enough for sticking around uh, this long, and we hope you continue to stick around <sighs> for another fifty, hundred, hundred and fifty. Who knows? We're going to keep this thing going. Um, we do have the table. Like we announced, the studio is ready. We just need to figure out a little bit more logistical issues. And like Kak said, too, uh, we continue to grow and try and do new things. Um, we might be changing the release date of the podcast. We might be live streaming on Twitch. So we're going to make it a little bit more interactive where you guys can hit us up with questions yeah. and watch the madness go down live and actually prove to you what you see is what you get. There's really no, there's no edits. We're not leaving anything out. It's legit, clean bro. and dry. Well, not really clean, but. And I just want to take this time to plug Cac's personal YouTube page, where uh, you're gonna find a lot of videos of him doing magic tricks with that wand that he's holding. It's super what? entertaining. It's kind of weird, but I think you guys should check it out. Yeah, it's Face Off Hockey Podcast. <laughs> That's the YouTube channel. Um, so guys, go subscribe there. Like, leave a review, leave a rating, leave a comment, share it. Um, bean bundle 
Puck25 is the new promo code for your new month-to-month subscription. Um, they are working on their new website. Um, they're sending Mikey, I believe, um, a bundle and some equipment so we can take some pictures because we will be doing a giveaway. Um, I'm not going to say when because, frankly, I'm not sure exactly when that will be starting. But if I had to guess, maybe in and around or after Christmas. Um, so you guys are going to have to stay tuned to the social media channels for that. Twitter, Instagram, at FaceOffPuckPod. You can follow us on Twitter, at the names below, as always. And, guys, thank you for 50 episodes. Um, we're just going to keep growing. Eventually, we're going to send out a best of the first 50. Uh, CAC worked exclusively on this long list. And um, just Good luck with some, that. Yeah, <laughs> stuff to get through this weekend. But I will get to it eventually, and we'll throw it up there. We got time. Yeah, um, yeah. And if you guys are regular listeners, you guys already know the best moments. <laughs> yeah, so, as always, we'll get you out of here 50. with a Yager salute. <laughs>